everybody, welcome back to Cruise Control. It's Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I'm your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back. Happy hump day. We're back again. Hopefully you can hear us, you can see us. We smell good, hopefully, for you. I don't know. All the uh, all the bells and whistles are hopefully here for you tonight. So that's that's the feeling out there, at least that I'm trickling towards you. So trickle, trickle. Enjoy this hump day edition of Cruise Control. And joining me back, as always, is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Welcome back to the program, Sabrina. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Good, good. Happy, happy uh, Wednesday. Happy hump, 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 hump day. I was waiting for it. Happy hump day. Hi, GR. Oh, that's too many humps, but all the humps, some of the humps. <laughs> hey, GR, what's up? Welcome back. Good to see you. Uh, hopefully we sound look good to you tonight. Well, hopefully I look good. I'm trying. You know, that's how Help it goes. Help us out in the chat if something's going awry so <laughs> that we can fix it. seems weird, you know, let us know. But happy happy Wednesday, Sabrina. Uh, thank you for being here as always. We're going to have some fun today on this My special pleasure. edition of Hump Day. And uh, it wouldn't be a hump day, Sabrina, unless we had our, our dynamic duo back here today. And I'm going to introduce the first person here. You know him, you love him. He comes from the sea. He's a mammal, and he's also very happy. And he's going to smile at you and give you a thumbs up and say, hey, man, I love you. Mike Casey, welcome back to the program, Mike Casey. How you doing tonight? Hey, man, I love you. Um, every, everybody, go down to the bottom of your screen. Make sure that you've got uh, Smell-O-Vision enabled. Um, if, you can't, if, you can't see that, if you can't see that button, then uh, shoot a, an email to the YouTube uh, moderators to let them know that you're having an error because it's going to smell great tonight, as guaranteed by your uh, host and producer, the Crewster. I told you we figured out the smell of vision. I thought, you know, that was that was that was the idea. Though I was told mm -hmm. by the, uh, the the you know the organizations of the world that smell of vision is here to stay. So I know you smell you smell great tonight, Brian. Thank you. It's a uh, it's uh, it's just a little bit of musk. That's all it is. You know, a little bit of musk tonight. <laughs> I'm sensing a callback later. <laughs> it might be. But, you know, joining us back here tonight again, too, Sabrina, are so happy to have back. Of course, the man, we couldn't do this show without on a Wednesday, especially this kind of edition, because we got a lot of Marvel news here tonight. And I hope and I I guarantee that he's real out of this. Of course, our 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 man behind the comic book himself, the legend of all that comes down to Marvel and some DC itself. You know him, you love him too. He's spinning around, Mr. Sean Sutherland. Sean, welcome back to Cruise Control. How you doing tonight? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, so excited to be here. You know, if it's hump day, you know I got to be on Cruise Control. Um, super excited to talk with you all and be here and uh, talk through all the Marvel news, all the other pop, pop, uh, pop culture news that we have. Um, yeah, just happy to be here and uh, excited to have the show. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you back here on this hump day edition. Uh, but how many oh. times I say if it was a drinking day, we'd definitely be drinking every time we say hump day. I mean, it would just be a thing, right? It'd have to be, but not tonight. Well, maybe we are anyways, but you know, not not excessively drinking. You know, not excessively. It's it's only Wednesday here, and there's still a strike, so a lot of us maybe aren't working yet, and a lot of us are watching right there, maybe aren't. But hopefully, there's some good news on the horizon for that too. Fingers crossed. But I still feel like there's a pit of doom still taking over but hey ryan uh, uh good to see you man good to see you welcome back to cruise control i know a pit of doom um but yeah happy hump to everybody and even though there is a strike of course there's still happening stuff still going down in hollywood and of course there is some breaking news let's get it <laughs> the 
doom pit to your couch, your television screen, your VCR, whatever you got playing this on right now. We're here. Happy hump day. <laughs> and the very first thing that I want to dive right into is a little bit about the WGA and the SAG after strike. And the very first thing really comes down to SAG after because SAG after has been allowing these interim agreements, which we talked about in the program before, interim agreements that uh, independent projects actually still continue to shoot during the whole strike process. And now, WGA reached out to SAG after and like, hey, this is a great thing. We get it. You're trying to, you know, incorporate work back to your people, to somebody's crew, but it's not helping us at all if you're allowing WGA scripted projects to move forward because eventually they're going to go to AMPTP and we're worried about our work getting out there and still being taken advantage of by the producers. So, and of course, on this interim agreement, they allowed any kind of project that was at least independent that wasn't associated with AMPTP. So a lot of projects that were under WGA scripts have moved forward. I mean, there's like, you, that's why you see all these big A-list people attached to them because there are some big productions still moving forward, but they are independent. And we've talked about on the show that it could eventually lead to them being sold to them anyway. So it's kind of a, a hairy situation, if you will. So they're changing that right now. They made a whole thing. They're changing it. Take it away. If you're a WGA scripted project, you're not getting an interim agreement. You're not going to move forward. The ones that are going, they haven't addressed, but it sounds like those will still move forward with production as they're shooting already. And that's just what it is right now. They should have had this conversation weeks ago, but they didn't. You know, as soon as we went on strike, we should have this conversation. But it's good we are. And the the, the WGA has been talking to the AMPTP. They had a meeting on Friday. They sent a contract to the WGA. They said their members, hey, we're going to look it over the weekend. We'll talk to them on Monday. They talked to them on Monday and then Tuesday. And now apparently they have mixed feelings about that whole conversation. They haven't gotten anywhere. And there's no word if they're going to sit down and talk more. And it's just, another again, we're at a standstill. And that's where we're at right now. And unfortunately, that's what the business is. Now, now, if you get reached out by a producer, you can audition still if you're an actor. And you can negotiate your terms for your contract. But you can't travel any place. You can't do any kind of rehearsals. And you can't actually work for any projects right now, of course, if it's covered under these terms. Unless it's an interim agreement. But that's where we're at right now. So unfortunately... No really big news right here besides less work for people than they had before. And we may have some movement right now, but there's no word at all if there's actually movement. It's just we have mixed feelings. That's they said both sides about this meeting. So that's where we're at. Big update, kind of. I'm still kind of like, I don't think a deal's coming anytime soon. Sabrina, what do you think? Like, you know all this stuff's going on, too. Do you think a deal's coming? Do you think that this this whole thing is good? Or do you think, like, this is what I think, too. It's like, the fact that the WGA said, like, hey, stop this shit. We're probably not close yet, right? Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, every time we talk about it, I say the same thing. I don't, I, I, I don't think that they're remotely close to anything. And this is just like, they haven't even gone back to the table with SAG. Like this is just the WGA side of things. And once they finally get to a resolution with them, they're going to have to go to SAG and get a resolution with them. You know, the other option is that they jump now instead of talking to WGA and they choose to talk to SAG and somehow strike a deal with them and then go back to the, but regardless, there are two unions striking. There aren't talks happening every day. This is not going to go away quickly. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's this just where we're at right now. It's like the it's like you're in the Wild West and you're like you're both holding your your freaking gun. You're ready to draw and no one wants to draw yet. And someone's gonna get shot and it's probably gonna be the actors because they always get shot and killed, you know. But, you know, that's just what it is. <laughs> Ask Alec Baldwin. Uh, Mike, what do you think about this situation? Do you think that, that this That was the DP is... that got shot. Actually, <laughs> <Right>. so... Wow. <laughs> Still uh, talking about Russ. Again. He Friend might be getting charged again, too. Show, by the way. 
Oh uh, yeah, friend of the yeah, show. But oh, that's, good friend. That's, yeah, friend of the show. Yeah. Good show. Great. Good yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, he's he, my acting teacher. Yeah, he was bringing his acting teacher, so that's why he's a friend of the show. But Sorry. he might be getting he charged again, nice unfortunately, for him. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. He didn't shoot me. Didn't shoot me. So, so we've got the we've got the writers and the directors, uh the guilds. The other side, we refer to them as the studios who were the no, yeah. the, the writers, and, the directors, directors struck a deal. It's the SAG the and the writers. The SAG and the writers. Yeah. And then they're and, going against the AMPTP. AMPTP, yeah. So we heard early on that uh, that they were going to dig into the war chest and have a war of attrition push the, you know, starving writers uh, to, to have yep. until their leases are up. Like, yep. mm -hmm. they've got the war and, chest and to do it. they losing their houses. They got all know, the money. I've, I've had, we've, uh, we've had this discussion a handful of times and not so many times have we had substantive, uh, has, have, as it seemed like the AMPTP really wants to give any room at all. And they've got the money and the resources to like kind of play that war of attrition. So the cojones. Yeah, they're, it's just going to continue to get uglier <laughs> as, as far as I see it, unfortunately. Uh, I, I, know. I don't know what, what's, what's it going to, what's the future of this going to be like? I mean, because, you know, obviously both sides are going to have to give at some point because people need jobs, people need uh, people making art so that wealthy people can profit off of it, obviously. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I, I'm really just... Um, curious as to how this plays out it's it's really unfortunate the way the amptp is uh has dug in their heels like hard big time they don't want to give it all and the fact that like you know that's why sag after this interim agreement because they're like hey you know some people are already saying that they'll agree to these terms independent people are saying they have barely any money compared to you and they're saying we'll pay these wages why won't you do it it's a way of being like you know, fuck you guys like you know but they you know, can't just make all your money off that you can't they know you know that, they know that the current deal the reason they have their i think and the reason they have their heels dug in so hard is because right now they know that they have an exploitative deal on streaming rights and so oh, and yeah. they're 100 absolutely yeah, so so that so why would they want like there's no incentive for them so like it's unfortunate like but you know um, the writers and the actors are going to have to, I don't know, just stay in the fort for a while, hopefully not have to cannibalize each other. Yeah. I think that's mm -hmm. the plan. That's what I'm worried yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried. Do you see some light yeah. here? Do you see some light in the tunnel at all or no? At this point, I don't. I mean, honestly, like I'm very worried at this point that one side is going to start being played off the other you know like if the ampta mm -hmm. uh, starts you know showing preference toward the wga or the sag like it's just gonna you know start this kind of inner uh inner inner, inner conflict between the other two parties and, and i hate to see it um but again you know it is it's very much a war of attrition it's very much you know that the, they have the power at this point and um you know outrage can only get you so far um unless you're france i guess um so <laughs> yeah no, down all the time. <laughs> exactly we, you know like uh, you know this was if this was more part of part for the course for america maybe we would see more quickly uh quickly things resolved if but, they you know, start we're... burning shit down in in southern california it's going to be real problematic Big no, yeah, I mean, big they, you know, burn down fast <laughs> no that shit's going to stay in maui and and that'll be it yeah <laughs> 
But speaking of burning things down, I would say the new Indiana Jones movie kind of burnt down the whole franchise because now it's done and they're not going to do it anymore. It didn't do well. It didn't make its money back. And, uh, you know, uh, it's what it is. And so now it's going to streaming. Uh, okay, we got. I think I'm hearing from SAG and DGA friends. There's nothing will be shot at least for the rest of the year. I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's going to happen too. That's. I mean, I think the year's done. I and think even it is. Zazzle, I read an article. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not trying to take away from uh, Indiana Jones the, the terrific piece of cinema that fucking was. Um, that uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it too, Sean. <laughs> Stop it. Thank you. Um, Thank so, you, Brian. Uh, <laughs> so um, I heard that Zaslav uh, made like I don't know if he like made a statement official but he said that he doesn't expect there to be any movement and resolution until like i believe i believe it was october it may have been september so like um if he's saying that out loud you know like i don't i don't really see what what hope that there is for for a resolve anytime sooner yeah that's that's a problem that's a big problem also on the record don't really care for that man yeah just like there's not much hope for any more Indiana Jones movies because Indiana Jones is done after this. Dial of Destiny came out and I liked it. I liked the movie. I thought it was a fun ride. I thought yep. Mangold did a great job directing it. Honestly, it's coming out the digital now. So if you're a fan of this you, or if you didn't see it, like a lot of people didn't see it, you can see it digitally on Prime Video, Apple TV Plus, of course, Voodoo, all those different digital platforms starting Tuesday, August 29th and get your hands on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And they're going to have some special features on this too five different chapters on this whole digital release that's going to get into the the making of indiana jones and they're breaking it down like the first chapter is called the prologue where it's about indiana jones harrison ford coming back putting the hat back on getting back in saddle again the second chapter is about new york and they actually showcase the whole 1969 manhattan moon parade that they had in the movie which i thought was actually pretty epic again harrison ford and a horse kicking ass on a fucking horse that, that was, was a, a super fun scene it was a great sequence that was a great uh, scene, yeah Right. Chapter three is going to be about Morocco with the whole cart race and then the whole bar scene. Chapter also a fun, also a, a fun scene. A cart fun race. thing. Not flying monkeys fun. This kind of real fun. Like the, like in the last one, you know, like the flying monkeys and kingdom, the crystal skull, you know, uh-huh. and, and Shia LaBeouf right. swinging. The flying monkeys. Stop that. <laughs> it's flying one way monkeys. to describe that. Spoilers. Morocco, the cart case, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, spoilers. The best made Indiana Jones movie, the best profit in Indiana Jones movie ever, Kingdom Crystal Skull. But Chapter three, Morocco. <laughs> chapter four, Sicily. We got ooh, some ooh. Antonio Banderas. Question. Yes. Do they explain how, from looking through a one-eye telescope, that somehow they land in the same exact port that the fucking Indiana Jones did? I don't think so. Oh well, they should. They might, have you? Should have you? That. Hold on, Sabrina. Have you looked through a one-eyed telescope before? And Many tell times. me you don't know. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But didn't you know exactly where to go from there? <laughs> no, dude, no. That's Indiana Jones, You're on though. open water. Oh, they're not That's going wrong... They must be in this one particular port of Sicily. If you're the only two like... boots, if you're the only two boats in the water, you just follow. That's it. Yeah, no. That's all no, I can do. The thing, they were on a speedboat, and the other ones were not on a speedboat. And somehow, I... yet, when the kids, it's, it's, that is the most absurd thing in the world. I was very upset. That one Listen, happened, I was like, that's it, I'm done. I'm done. Did the, I don't care did the movie the take shortcuts? Absolutely. Time. I don't care. <laughs> that I don't care. I'm fine with that. But how dare you end up on that same port? I don't accept it. <laughs> no. It was it was just a circle of the same shit happening over and over and over for the entire movie. 
That's exactly what was going to happen. We knew that they were going to find him because, of course, oh, shit, hey, I got this thing and I could see them and yeah. oh, we'll yeah. just head I mean, that way. Of course it was going to happen. They're not going east. They must be going to Sicily. Like, what? If there's a Nazi, what? he's going to find Indy. That's just what it is. A Nazi is uh, finding Nazis. Indy all the time. Nazis are Nazis. prolific <laughs> wayfinders. That's exactly what, what I've heard. What do you mean? Well, what's the name? What does what? FM mean? What does that FM? That does was... anybody know? Sabrina, it was FM. Uh, fucking money. It was yeah. There you money. go. Oh, it was fucking so money. Gr. With the with the. I, with the I don't think that's what he meant. I don't think that's what he meant. But that's what I'm saying. Fucking money. That. He's uh, gonna tell us in a second. But they're also doing like the Sith Sleeper chapter four with the whole boat thing, the deep diving with the franchise, getting the treasure, you know, and then the fifth is like the whole wrap up of the finale and have how Harrison Ford's done playing the role. So it has all this digital release stuff too. But it's fucking another, magic. Fucking magic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, fucking magic. Yeah, everybody knows that it. one. I like that too. Thank fucking you, magic. GR. But I think it was, it was a good show. Movie. It was good. Yeah, I think it was a good. Honestly, honestly, like it was better than Crystal Skull. It was like no, it felt yeah, like it a absolutely, good. Absolutely, hands down. It felt like an Indiana Jones movie. Like what? What else were you looking for? You know, I was like, looking for them not yeah. like. Look, if I can suspend the the disbelief in my brain or suspension of disbelief, but if I could do that enough, I know I didn't word that properly, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, if I could do yeah. that enough to say it's totally cool that they went back in fucking time. I think that I have the right to say that you cannot look through this thing, which I wish I knew the proper name of it, and be like, oh, they're not going in. Periscope. Tell us, telescope. Oh, it's, it's called a spyglass. I thought you spy were, I thought you were Mike got it. telescope. Mike got it. It's a pirate <laughs> telescope it's a expert. Yeah. It's a spyglass. I did not this just Google it. You did? I, did, I didn't just Google yes. pirate telescope. No, I did not. That's a fact check. I read Casey. That's what that is. I Googled Tom Pirate Telescope. That's a spyglass. That's yeah, that's, that's fucking, that's right. Fact checking always happening on cruise control. Just say, put it out there. We we fucking double, double, triple, and quadruple check that shit right I, now. I was fine with so, all the ridiculous sometimes. shit that was going on, honestly. But that when they just showed up, he's like sitting there while the kid gets the ice cream on the same port with the slower boat. It just, I just was like, you can't do this to me. This is so ridiculous. Like that, that was, that was a bridge too far. They traveled back in time and I had zero problem with that. But you, I mean, that's no, just on. absurd. Did you have more of a problem with that? Or did you have the problem with a young Indiana Jones sounding like an 80 year old man? Cause you that see, was, that, that was one issue I had. <laughs> His body walk was tough too. It was a really man. tough thing to accept that that that, 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 that thirty was, plus also, year old man was supposed to sound like an eighty year old grandpa. He was doing the whisper acting too. Uh, like, oh, I'm Indiana Jones. Like I mean, I didn't. I, I knew they were de aging him. I knew that's what it was going to be. The de aging look so good that though. bothered me less. No, it was fine. Like it was just. I was just like, there's no way this mother. The same exact port. Like the same. Ta- like it's no. Just no. Just no. And if you could have just fixed that one thing, I would have been way more on board, honestly. Phoebe Waller Bridge uh, is amazing. I think Harrison Ford, and also he didn't need that whip enough. Okay, you're no. you're fucking Indiana Jones. Good. No, we, yeah, we definitely didn't get enough more. whip. I yeah, need the I whip, agree. Man, bring back the whip. Yeah. And the Hashtag ending, whip it. The ending. That bitch should have went up there and got that hat. I'm saying. That was the, one of the things they shot. They shot multiple endings. One of them was her grabbing the hat. They cut that. Uh, one was him staying in the past. Which, uh, you know, would have worked in a way, too, like him staying back there. But I guess it would have changed <laughs> the timeline and all that. And then this one was him just grabbing it. That's why they, they did multiple reshoots. They were very, I guess the original re- ending was her just grabbing oh, the hat. And had... people freaked out during the the actual, like, screenings of it. You know, the, the pre-screenings where they're actually trying to get people's perspective before it releases. So, yeah. 
That, but yeah. GR, you know how I roll. And also, GR apparently has a spyglass, and I can, he can, he Fuck can yeah, let he me borrow it. Glass. He can borrow, I can borrow it to see how it works. <laughs> get it, get it for next episode, next week. <laughs> yeah, put it in the spyglass. Honestly, you can find out. Pedro, and I'm following a sailboat. Someone that probably doesn't use spyglasses anymore, though, is probably Ray in Star Wars. I think we're beyond it at that point. But I want to talk about some Star Wars news. Because right now, it's come out that, you know, we finally got the official announcement for what the new Ray franchise is going to be. Well, at least the first movie. So the first movie is going to be called Star Wars New Jedi Order. Pretty, you know, nail on the hammer, but whatever you want to call it. Oh, oh, John is now like it. We got a better it. synopsis for this, too. Set roughly 15 years of the Ray's victory over Palpatine and the end of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, the sequel delves into Ray's courageous endeavor to restore the Jedi Order, where she assumes the role of a mentor of two promising students, two promising young students, a girl and a boy, and their training progresses, progresses and it becomes evident that the girl possesses extraordinary abilities destined to emerge as the future leader of the Jedi. Coming out May 22nd, 2026, and it starts shooting in April of 2024. So this is one of those things that it shouldn't be affected by the writer's strike. It's still far out, but there's more that came for the synopsis. Of course, now she's training two new people, but there will be more people, but you know, you got a boy and a girl, and the new Jedi Order. I mean, I gotta go with Sean for a second before we move on here. Because Sean, you don't like the new Jedi Order? You don't like that? I, I I just am jaded with the whole, you know, new world order, blank order, world order, whatever. Like it it just it Wrestling. just is over exactly. It's overused. New world it's, order. It's, exactly. You already understand what it means. It just feels like a, a cop out, a throwaway line. Like I, I like, you know, like, be before Return of the Jedi, before A New Hope, like, none of that shit, like, meant anything until that word was stuck to Star Wars. So, like, to do Rise of the New Order, like, okay, I, I get it. I, I understand what that's going to be, or New Jedi Order, whatever. Like, I, yeah, I just... It just feels like it's just a useless kind of tagline. There's, there's and... no content. There's no content in that title at all. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like we could have done something. Yeah, but like, we don't need ambiguity at this point. Like, we already know what a Star Wars to what a Star Wars movie is supposed to be. We already know who Ray is. Her last name is Ray Star Wars. Ray. Like, like, let it be. Wait, like, Star Wars? I thought she was Palpatine. No, her last yeah. name is Ray Star Wars. I will die on this hill. <laughs> Get with the program, Sabrina. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, come on. Wait, she's not a Palpatine. Well, she is a Palpatine. Palpatine. No, and she takes no, Skywalker. Not. She's a Star Wars. But... Her name is Ray Star Wars. <laughs> Too convincing. It's Skywalker. So. Thank you. Skywalker. I, I mean, I, I feel like some of our fans are going to believe you, Sean. Yeah. I think they will. I think you've got That's some fine. followers now that are. That's fine. Come on. He's a Thomas Cole expert. Palpatine. Star Wars. Come with me. Bad, but she chose to be good. Hated it. What was that sketch on Living Color? In Living Color, that was a Wayans brother. Yeah. Not not problematic. Not a problematic character at all. No, not at all. Not at all. No, oh, no. Not one bit. It'll be like Ray, <laughs> Star Wars, Palpatine, Skywalker. A lot of hyphenations in there. So I mean, it's no, a big but like it, 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 we already know what it's going to be about. We already know. We already kind of like can understand what it's going to be because of the use of those two words. I, I, I just feel like we could do something else. We could do something. You know, like what the fuck was Clone Wars before Clone Wars? Like you know, it, it, I just want well, something else that that has ambiguity. That has kind of like a way to kind of like tease out the rest of the world, the rest of the series. And, and this is just not it. 
But make ba- Sean maybe. give a shit. George, George, yeah, I know you're not involved George. anymore, well, but George, if you get George him on the phone, there. get Disney on the phone. Say, Call make that Sean, Sean doesn't give a shit. Make Call Sean give man. a shit. Yeah. That's all you're you have to do. You're losing your core audience, Disney. <laughs> we need what more the Rogue fuck? One shit. We need more Rogue One shit. Well, well that's why we're getting an Ahsoka series, which is starting in a couple weeks right now, releasing two episodes on the release date, and we've got the latest trailer that just came out for Ahsoka. Maybe this will... Pickle Sean's pickle. I don't know, but <laughs> no, no, just go with it. Just go with it, Sabrina. Just go with it. Well, there's an Ahsoka series coming, and they had the new trailer came out. We got Hayden Christensen actually doing voiceover, which is confirming in a lot of ways that he is a part of this project. Now, the Hollywood Reporter said we a months back that he was probably going to be involved, and they talked about maybe he would be a a flashback scene with a young Ahsoka and an Anakin Skywalker, or maybe he would be a, you know, a, a Jedi Knight or a, um, a, a, sport, a, a, a force ghost, a force ghost that would come in. Maybe it'd be something like that. But with this voiceover, which he says in this, he says, in this war, you'll face more than just droids. As your master, it is my responsibility to prepare you. Don't be afraid. You can do this, Ahsoka. Which makes it kind of seem like maybe he's going to be a flashback scene, which would make really sense for this because you're getting the whole Ahsoka series. You do need to dive into her past so people know who she is, where she came from. He was a huge part of her backstory. Of course, in the Clone Wars, he was a big part of that. But, you know, he's her Jedi Master. So it only makes sense if she's being trained by him for him to be in this. And, of course, Hayden Christensen's been sitting on his couch for years asking for this fucking opportunity to come back. So, like, (laughs) why the fuck not would he do this, you know? I mean, after Jumper, I thought his career was fucking done. I thought he jumped off a cliff, but you know, he He's came back oh, around. That was good. <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> I, I didn't mind that movie. I, you know what? Looking back at his performance, Sean and Mike, I thought that it was it was it was all right as Anakin. I hated it. Like when Mike and I first saw Clone Wars, uh, the very wow. the first one. Yeah. That was the very first one, episode one. We saw it in theaters. We were so excited as kids Phantom in the eighth Menace. grade. Yeah, Phantom Menace, and uh, you know, we were let down a bit. We were kids. We were also not as jaded as we are now Yippee! But, <laughs> that was Yahoo! you know new we star wars excited. just for new me wars. oh i got my first pube you know we were so excited but you know, i remember that a, happened while a, you were in the theater Brian. <laughs> yeah it was a different world back then it just was you know but let's go into this like what do we think about this is this is it this solidify though are we, are we done are we solidified that hayden christensen's in here then what do you think mike do you think that hayden christensen in this you got the voiceover he's got to be a part of this right there's no ands ifs or buts about it yeah, he was in uh he was in Obi-Wan like everybody wants him to be part of it. Any any uh, ill will that the that the, you know, us people in the in the cheap seats had at any point. It's all whatever. We're done. Like, we just we just want to see more of the face that we're familiar with. Like bring bring it on. Uh, other faces, Rosario Dawson, she looks exactly so, like Asuka. Like Oh my god, it's absolutely. Amazing. She's amazing. She's so good. She and the other thing is that she like <laughs> she's uh, this is a role like I haven't seen her in before. Like, and obviously it's oh, a yeah. big opportunity. Like, she's gonna knock this out of the park. I'm really yeah. ready to ready to see that. Uh, Hayden Christensen, like, I dude, he's good in Obi Wan. I've, I've said he was great in Obi Wan. He's yeah, he's yeah. you know he's he's a he's a Canadian. Like, never should have never should have <laughs> cast a Canadian what's, what's as Darth Vader. Mean, <laughs> never should have cast a Canadian as Darth Vader. They just they just don't have it in them. Like, you need the seed <laughs> the seed of evil, <laughs> which you know I can find it's a seed nice. of evil anywhere down the block. But if I live in Canada, it's not happening. <laughs> Well, I mean, Jim Carrey does a pretty great Dr. Robotnik, and he's Canadian, right? So, I mean, hey, 
not not the same. He's not evil, but <laughs> not not at all close. Uh, Sean, what do you think? We're we're done, right? You're right. You agree with Mike? He's in this shit. Like you saw oh, him absolutely. in Obi Wan already. So this is just like a confirmation without actually showing him in the trailer, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I feel like this is still a continuation of uh, you know the Hayden Christensen redemption tour. Uh, allow him yeah. to kind of you know be tethered to something with better writing, better character development. And allow him to really kind of make the role his own. Uh, this is something that, you know, like we were already prejudiced against uh, when the prequels kind of came out and kind of explained his backstory. He just wasn't given really a, a, enough time and enough kind of like uh, a character development to really make it his own. And, and you know, I, I feel for the guy, you know, like he still shows up to every con where there's a Star Wars so anything good. and He's just a, a really good fan and like a good representation of like a, a, a humble celebrity. And, you know, yeah, I'm all for it. I, I, I'm excited to see him in this in whatever flavor or whatever kind of take we're able to get him in. Um, you know, I think he's really tried to, you know, uh, humble himself to the feedback he got from fandom, whether deserved or undeserved and uh, make it his own. And uh, he's doing a fantastic job so far. And, and I think Ahsoka is going to show him, really kind of you know continue to take take charge so yeah i really hope he's in it more than he was in obi-wan too because obi-wan they had that one flashback scene of him training with obi-wan which was cool and then they had him as vader which was i i will still say was like a fucking great fight scene it was like everything was, was leading awesome. up for it that was amazing like, it, was it was really fucking, good to see oh yeah yeah and the way he played it when the mask broke you know what i mean it was like the yep. mix between his Blue voice and the the ai version of I mean, really, it's the AI version of James Earl Jones. That's what it is. Because they Disney stand his old voice, and now they can make him be Darth Vader forever now. So that's the thing. That happened. So it was, and you can't even tell. You can't tell. And that's where the world's going, the AI stuff. You had no idea if you're watching that, that that was AI. But it was AI based off him saying stuff. But that was such a cool thing. It was really great. And for me, I'm about Hayden Christensen doing this more. He should keep going. Honestly, he's, he's fucking killed it as his part. Redemption! Redemption's fucking... It's all about... Star Wars is always about redemption, right? So I Redemption, mean, like, thy name is Hayden. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fucking redemption, you know? Right? Just, just like redemption. Darth Vader, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, yeah, like, exactly. That's why maybe he was meant to play this role his whole life. When he was that kid and then we thought, like, when he was younger, we were, like, you know, jaded on him. But you know what? This was, this was meant for his future. That's what this was and for our future. And just, like... Is Chris Pratt meant to be a micronaut? I don't know. But the micronauts are coming, everybody. And you might be asking Why? yourself, what the fuck oh, is no. a micronaut? You know, the you might be saying that right now. <laughs> Run no. for the hills, folks. Watch, watch, hide your wife, hide your kids, as we say in this program. Hide everything coming after you because the micronauts are coming. And Chris Pratt's leading the fucking charge. So if you're asking yourself, what the fuck is a micronaut? Let's dive into the micronauts that's first. Literally, so the micronauts, that's literally what was going through my mind at that moment. Right away, right, Mike? The Micronauts yeah. originate from the Microverse, Mike, which is maybe your world. I don't know. Right is that your home world? The Microverse? Is that the Microverse? What kind of crack is that, Brian? <laughs> it's a microscopic universe full of strange Mike planets. Microverse, guys. Microverse. Okay, okay. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Slow, Mike, got it. The Microverse. Not, not you, Mike. It's a, Micro. But, it, but it's a microscopic <laughs> Micro. universe full of strange planets like the human inhabited homeworld 
which will probably be what this is all about is homeworld, which is made up of diverse spherical habitats that are linked together in the fashion of a molecular chain. Mm, and we're already getting fucking deep in here. Habitats. Selling mm. <laughs> 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 Mike right now. But the original team comes together to respond to a threat by Baron Karza, the former bearded and balding academic turned murderous immortal black armored creator of the, uh, of, of, or he's a dictator. He's a dictator, apparently, that comes together, tries to take down the Micronauts. Now, what he's doing it at Homeworld, he dominates Homeworld, and then he creates body banks or life-extending brain transplants, performing the rich, and then the inhuman genetic alterations happen to the poor. So that's the world of the Micronauts. Now, apparently, this came to be in Japan in 1974, based off a figurine, of course, kind of like Transformers. The company Mego actually brought to the United States. They went bankrupt, but they had comic books between the time there. It ran from January 1979 to August 1984, included 59 sessions and two annuals. And then Mega went bankrupt. And when that happened, Hasbro bought it. Who? There it is. There it is. There it is. Remember, remember that. It. Remember that. Remember that. And, okay. and then Transformers came out. And when that was such a big hit, they said, oh, fuck. Hasbro works at Transformers with Paramount. Let's make them Micronauts. So they started developing this. They had a release date set for June 4th, 2021. But then Paramount scrapped the whole thing. And it dropped it from the schedule. And then they sat for a while and they said, oh, let's pick it up again. And they got the actual director from How to Train Your Dragon. Dean DeLos came in to write and direct <sighs> it. And, and then it fell apart again. But now they have Chris Pratt attached to it. Probably because they're rebooting Fuck. the actual Transformers right now. So by bringing Chris Pratt in, and then they actually have Dean come in to actually direct and write this still. So together, maybe they're hoping to have the greatest combination for the Micronauts to actually be relevant. And this is like the oh. nerdiest thing I think we've talked about on this show. But... The Micronauts are coming, and it's it's a crazy story because it's been happening for ever trying to make this project. I mean, Transformers 1 was a long fucking time ago. I mean, Shia LaBeouf's going, no, 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 a long fucking time ago. And now we might be saying, yes, the Micronauts. Whoa. So that's where we're at. Sabrina, you sold the Micronauts? I think everybody's got a hot take on this shit. I can't wait. This is serious. I can't fucking wait. Sabrina, tell us about the Micronauts. Are you sold? Are you excited? Are you stoked? Or should have left it back at Transformers 1 let it die like a motherfucker. Oh, God. I mean, I think that that new BC Transformer movie Beast can Wars. fuck itself. Hot garbage. Um, so, uh, so, no, I'm not excited about another Transforming Robot movie. I, I don't really I'm not familiar with Micronauts, to be fair. I see to a breakdown. Who is a fan, <laughs> I know, but I'm not familiar with it. So, like, maybe there are people, like, this is near and dear to their heart, and they're like, oh, yes, micro not That's not me. Okay? To be clear, not me. However... I do love me some Chris Pratt. So, um, I don't know, Chris Pratt in a sci-fi sitch, like, I'm not boo. super opposed to it. However, <laughs> if you pitched to me, I, I heard him. Did you just say to me, he said boo? I'm well that aware. That was for the audience. <laughs> he said, he said sure boo, Sabrina. I'm sure they heard him, too. Sean just said <laughs> boo. I think, I think they heard him, too. Uh, but thank you for that. Um, now, in, in that being said, like, if, if someone, like, reading the description of Micronauts before I read anything about anything else, I was like, this seems like a steaming hot pile of garbage, uh, as Brian referred to the new fantastic, what's it called? Beast? Rise of the Beast? Rise of the Beast. Yeah, dumb. Um, so I feel like this is, you know, kind of the same situation. I think that Rise. because it's a toy and it's Hasbro, they're trying to jump on the Mattel Barbie train and it's just going to be a yes. whole bunch of toy shit. Dumb yes. fucking shit that's just gonna be popping up all over the fucking place because of the success of Barbie. 
which is completely yes. warranted. The movie was like, I, it has nothing to do. I, I don't mean the toy thing is warranted, Sean. I just mean the success okay. of Barbie. Like Barbie's a great movie. So that the Barbie is warranted, but the fact that it has unfortunately inexplicably, well, not inexplicably, but but uh, unbeknownst to itself, spawned a bunch of bullshit that's going to be based on toy IPs is not my favorite, and I don't really want to be a part of it. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. No, thank you. Hot Wheels. We've been nope. talking about this. Hard, no, it's it, there's it's shows like, coming. It's like enough, no, <laughs> yeah, He Man, like all of the things. He Man is probably the most interesting, at least because it was a cartoon at one point that like had a lot. You know what I mean? Like I want me some He Man. How are you just gonna just pick up a fucking toy oh, from 1974 and be like, let's make a movie? It's like no. Stretch Armstrong, here we come. Yeah, here we, I'm waiting for I'm it. Be, we, I think we've all been waiting for that shit right now. Let's make it happen. It'll make more money than the Flash. Sean, I, yeah, Sean, looking a little desperate over there. How Sean, did I know you were gonna go to me? Thank God. Sean, is this Listen. like a fucking money grab off toys or what? What do you think? Do you agree with Sabrina? Are you excited about ah, Micronauts? Do you even know the Micronauts? Let's find out. Let's find out. I don't know. There's a bunch of toys <laughs> in the background of my screen. What do you think? Of course, it's a cash grab for toys. Um, I, I, I have to give it up to the fantastic Randall Park. Who, point, who said this, it said, uh, I feel like, in general, this industry is taking the wrong lessons. For example, Barbie is this massive blockbuster, and the idea is, make more movies about toys. Oh, no! Make more <laughs> movies by, by and about women. And, like, that's exactly what is happening right now. Everyone thinks because it's about this IP of Barbie and whatever, yeah, we could just turn any kind of toy into this whole new franchise and make a movie, and it's going to be fucking great. It's not about the toy. And, and you think the Micronauts producers are out, are out of touch, possibly, Sean? Hard to say. Japan Hey, Hasbro... <laughs> Hasbro is hungry for a hit. I yep. can't think of a, a good Hasbro movie in the last couple decades. So what the <laughs> fuck, right? Like That's let's what they're called Hasbros. Exactly, Hasbros. right? Has like been. no, it's Hasbros. just it's 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 more of the misguided faith in this industry to give credence to the wrong ideas and the wrong yep. like the wrong takeaways from the success of the Barbie movie. Well said, so, John. Thank you. Uh, that's my hot take for the night, and I'll see you guys later. All right, let's All right. sign off. Everybody. <laughs> Sean Sutherland, everybody. Sean Sutherland. All right. And I'll uh, see you yeah. later. Okay, micro, micro not and <laughs> telescope expert no, Sean Sutherland. And especially, I mean, come on. Like, you're going to put Chris Pratt, the everyman, boring fucking, oh, God, I don't. Shots I don't fired. need Shots him. To, I don't need him in all this shit. I don't want to see another Chris Pratt Get vehicle. Get back in the Raptor pen. Nobody I, wants you here. Exactly. <laughs> you already fucking threw Mario off a hill. Like, what are we gonna I do with this? Uh -oh. Uh oh. He was okay no. as Mario. He was okay. He was okay. He, he was okay actor. as Mario. He is a good actor. Oh my god. <laughs> He's a fine actor. Like, okay. He's a fine actor, but he does not need to have all of these roles that are like geared toward nostalgia and like 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 just ipness fine i'll turn Say that, that again, please ipness penis whatever yes everyone i meant everyone say that again <laughs> okay. ask for it. i'm gonna fucking live this one no we're gonna get that on a shirt uh ryan uh from last week you like no, receipts? Get ready Chris for eye penis. <laughs> um, but no, like get ready for. 
How officially about sold micro, the, how about micro eye penis? Uh, uh, so yeah, sold now. the official cruise control <laughs> show. I don't give a shit yeah. about micronauts. I don't I don't care what they Our do. Penis. <laughs> no, like it's it's just it's it's the wrong lessons, no. it's the wrong things being greenlit, and yeah, we're never gonna get wise until like enough people stop showing up to the box office. And it's true. That's just what we have to do. That's what it is. Mike, being a Mike. And you hear very about well the micronauts. Said, John, by the way. I'm sorry. Very, very, very well, well said. said. Thank you, Sabrina. Being, Thank you, Sabrina. Being an official Mike, though, Mike, how do you feel about the micronauts? Are you mad about about Sean <laughs> trashing your people Mike? or what? <laughs> uh, Sean's comments on the IPness of micronauts uh, are are very apt. I thought his poll from Randall Park about uh, the fact that that you know the people that are funding these things are pulling the wrong things. Uh, you know Hold on. What, what makes this good? mike you're amazing Polar. but also just to just to be clear i said what randall park said in my own words so true thing we, we could also quote sabrina percent quote sabrina my penis is also very yeah, very uh, intellectual but mike don't mike don't yeah. mike do not trust the polars of the eye penis don't do it. The, po- the what of the eye penis? the polars the polars of the eye penis the polars oh god this is okay. going too far Yes. I'm sorry. Of the eye penis. No, it's so good. It's gone. We too could far. have just so let good. it lie there. We could have let the eye penis lay <laughs> we there. Never. We didn't have to get so never. much mileage out of it. I think I'm going to change it's this episode to eye penis. We're just going to grind this into the ground. The very Anyways. first instance, something a beautiful flower sprouts out of the ground right in front of us, and we just drive it into the dirt immediately. We don't deserve anything good. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> the Micronauts, yes, exactly. Both of you had the exact spot-on opinion, which is that we are dead center. All four of us are dead center in the the demo that this shit should appeal to. Yep. Who the fuck are the Micronauts? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe there's an Asian. Maybe there's an Asian. I didn't subscribe to the the uh, the penis of the micronauts, but you know that's that's a different story right there. You know, keep pushing that pedal down, Brian. I'll push it down. I'll push that eye penis down. Just like Andrew Garfield's gonna push down the Spider Man. He can't stop, won't stop, won't do it, can't do it, and he's gonna get in there and make that eye penis of Spider Man fucking strong and firm and ready to go because he's coming back maybe. Maybe because apparently far. a story came out that during be right before the writer's strike, right before Ugh. they were gearing up about Secret Wars casting, and Andrew Garfield actually apparently sat down with Kevin Feige, and Kevin Feige addressed the whole Secret Wars freaking situation. Because you know, if you think about Secret Wars, you know anything about it, it's pretty much various Marvel heroes and villains that are taken by a cosmic entity known as the Beyonder, thrown on a planet, and Deck it out. Like they call it Battle World. So it's like all the heroes versus all the villains. And Spider Man is a very big part of this. So there's been a rumor going around for a long time that Toby Maguire might be the main person because Hugh Jackman apparently has been saying that he wants to be a big part in this too. And in the comics, Wolverine is a big part of it. But apparently, Kevin Feige talked to Andrew Garfield about being this, which it makes sense. Like, why not bring all three of the Spider-Men in and do it all as one whole thing? It would be also cool if you're going to wrap up, as Deadpool seems to be doing, the whole Fox universe into the Marvel universe. This is the first time, like, you know, the Sony fucking Spider-Man being on the screen with 
Wolverine, that never happened all that time. Plus with the new people like Tom Holland, it could be really freaking cool. And for me, when I hear this, it's like, that'd be awesome. And they know Tom Holland's said multiple things online being like, there's more story. I'd love to come back. Of course, I'd love to come back. You're an actor with Spider-Man. They got fucking screwed up being Spider-Man. You'll be Spider-Man again. So the idea is you bring them all back for Secret Wars. I think that'd be fucking dope. And, you know, it's apparently everyone's talking about it. All the scoopers are talking about it online. That's why I wanted to address it today that Andrew Garfield had this meeting. Sabrina, do you think this means shit or is it a cow just shitting in a field and no one saw it? <laughs> I, lo I love what's happening right now. Um, okay, so, uh, I mean, I think Secret Wars is not slated to come out until 2027. So all of this is really conjecture at this point. Um, and it's like, I mean, I don't know. I, I love, I, uh, very unpopular opinion. Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man. Um, I'm really sad that they took that third movie from him. But seeing the third movie of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, I understand, I guess, why they didn't want this going on. You know what I mean? It was kind, kind of a lot, like a hard no. Um, so I don't know, but I really, I like the groundedness of Andrew Garfield and his performance as Spider-Man. I liked his Peter Parker and I liked like when he was Spider-Man, I liked the comedy and like the levity that he brought to the role, um, which is very different. Uh, Tom Holland has a bit of that. And I do enjoy Tom Holland as well. And I enjoy Zendaya. Like I, I like the whole new squad. Um, but for me, like as, you know, as everyone you know, knows I'm, I'm, uh, I don't, I, the suspension of disbelief for me is, uh, is, you know, a little bit shaky. And I feel like Andrew Garfield brought the most amount of reality to it. And Sally Field, obviously so fucking good. epic. Um, you know, not that Marissa Tomei is not epic and like in its own right. And, and of course, Sam Raimi fucking, you know, uh, Tobey Maguire, like I'm not hating on any of it, but I just, I really enjoy his portrayal of Spider-Man. So I would love to see more of it, period. Um, and if that comes in Secret Wars, I would love it. Like Brian said, I would love to have um, all three of them together again. Yeah. Like, I think that would They're be amazing. Dynamic. That was super fun, you know, to watch the three of them together. And I feel like this time it would be even better because like now they kind of know each other or fought together. And like, there's like, you know, some sort of a, a or a different sort of camaraderie that has come from that. And I, I think it's, it would be fun to explore. But again, 2027. Long like, ways away. Uh, I'm in the middle of a strike. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. And the thing is, like, they could have met and it's just like talk. And, you know, we have we're going to talk more about the secret invasion or next topic. But, Sean, what do you think? Do you think that this makes sense? Like with the whole, you know, secret invasion or I mean, I should say the secret war storyline. Do you think it makes sense that you bring these characters back? Would you want to see them together again? Like, what do you think? Uh, or do you toy think this toy noise again, like bad noise? Oh, yeah. It's secret Wars. There it is. Listen, um, so I'm a Listen. big fan of counter continuity, anything that has to do with creating a new universe uh, or, you know, taking characters out of what's expected and giving them a new way of doing things. And I thought the strongest, one of the stronger Spider-Man performances in No Way Home was Andrew Garfield. 100%. Uh, I, so good. I feel like, I feel like every time he was in a scene or every time he was given a chance to play his version of Peter Parker it resonated with me. I believed him. I felt like I wanted more. And so yes. absolutely, I would love to see him come back in something like a Secret Wars. Um, give him a third movie, please. Um, yes. Having, having looked at and read uh, some of the back matter as to why 
Tom Holland was kind of come, you know, brought in to to revamp a Spider-Man and and what happened with Andrew Garfield. I understand that Kevin Feige was very against a more emotional Peter Parker, a more emotional actor like Andrew Garfield did because there was a lot of trauma in his two Spider-Man movies uh, that Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire just didn't have to do. And Andrew Garfield fucking shows up and does a hell of a job. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, I would be very happy to see him show up in something like Secret Wars. To Sabrina's point, this is a million years away. When it, co- I don't know what the fuck this photo is. I'm not going to speak to it. Um, but all, I'm, I'm not not doing it. All I'm saying is, no, I'm good. Uh, all I'm saying is, yes, more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I'd be happy to see it uh, if it's not a standalone movie and it's just in Secret Wars. That's fine by me. But Secret Wars is all about bringing different versions of characters together. And making them kind of exist or coexist in a way that you know serves a larger plot. So I could totally see how Andrew Garfield could uh, show up and, and do a great job again, like he did in the last Spider-Man. Yeah, he, his performance was so great. The moment talking about Gwen Stacy uh, and like you know what her death meant to him, it made me want to go into that touching. universe more. I should. I so should. Touching. Oh my god! Tears in the theater. Oh my god. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped pulling my punches. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the delivery of that line, the pain behind that line was just like I could feel it. And like I exactly fantastic actor. And he did such a good job in that. And he was just the studio fucked him. The studio fucked him. The script fucked him, whatever you want to say. The second movie too fucked him quite a bit. Absolutely. Actor in general. Like in general, he's an underrated fucking actor. He is spectacular always. I've never seen him turn in a bad performance, to be perfectly honest with you, which is very hard to say about any actor. You know, and it's like, funny and, because my wife and I are, are watching Doctor Who and he was in an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, he did really? fucking great. He did fantastic. <laughs> of course he did. Of course yeah. he so did. good. I, David um, Tennant's started, uh, Doctor Who. He did great. <laughs> I started standing in for him on uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 1. I did all the initial re- the pre-shoots and all that. I, see it. And, oh, I didn't know that. And, Damn, uh, that's awesome. I, yeah. And then, like, when it came to principal photography, like, they did all the initials, they did the wardrobe tests with me, all that. I saw that they were using the old Spider-Man costume, like the Tobey Maguire one. I'm like, can I wear it? Can I wear it? Can I wear it? Do do I get to wrestle Randy Savage? Oh, my God. They almost put me in it, but they didn't. Randy Savage was dead. And bone, then, bone cutter. Her. But then but then some producer took the role from me. The producer's kid took it. So I ended up being like taking off the project, which really bummed me because I was so You got to wear excited. the Ant-Man suit, though. I, I mean, mean, that's pretty fucking cool. That's pretty fucking cool, Brian. No one can take that away from you, Brian. You can't, you can't do it. The Sidebar, kid, though. Can't stop, won't stop. Sean, I, whenever you agree with me with this type of comic book shit, it really it validates my life as a human, and I appreciate you. <laughs> It makes me so happy. I'm like a giddy little kid whenever you're like, yes. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm glad I can do that this. for you, Sabrina. Thank I'm you. very happy. I, I yeah. need it. I really do need it every once in a while. Like, are you going to share this whole lovey feeling right now or what? What do you think about this? Do you think this is real? This is true? Do you believe Andrew Garfield's coming back? Or do you hate him as Spider-Man and you're like, why the fuck would he come back? Yeah, Brian, this is not just a hot take uh, to make your show spicy. Uh, Both of these guys are completely wrong. Andrew Garfield is trash. They, for no way home, they should have brought back the other two. They should have canceled his American passport. He should not be allowed back in the country. 
Uh, is he, he's got oh, just a Canadian. Lord. He's, he's, is he not a Canadian? He's an honorary Canadian, or maybe he's just got uh, he's got that Anakin Canadian hair. <laughs> yeah. Brian Reynolds is Canadian, in case anyone. He's cares. British. He's British. British. He's British. Same, yeah. same thing. Same oh, yeah, thing, Sean. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so after uh, after. <laughs> my wife and I saw No Way Home in the theater, like, immediately. <laughs> like, next day, we were like, maybe we should rewatch the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man yeah, movies. Yeah. We, we were not, neither of us were feeling them the first time around, and I understand why we didn't, because those are not perfect movies. They have a lot of kind of narrative issues, a lot of uh, pacing issues, like, they're, and, and, I don't know. They're trying to be the Sam Raimi movies in a way that they do not actually, that doesn't connect. But if you look at what Andrew Garfield is doing, like he's pulling a lot of weight. Killing he's it. doing some heavy yeah. lifting. Like, so I, I, I wasn't able to appreciate it at the time, but just, just seeing, um, and, and all three of them, honestly, like no, no way, uh, no way home was, uh, was incredible from, for so all three of them, but particularly, um, Andrew, that guy. And he, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. Andrew had the moments. He, he really did. It. Like Toby had a little bit of a moment, but no, like dude, the funny after... thing would happen when he was like, "Where the fuck?" Are you? Like when he showed up, like that was like the only moment. Like I, I'm not. No offense to Toby McGuire, great actor. Like and 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 in the original Spider Man, it's great. Like that upside down kiss is something that will never be forgotten by anyone. Like that will live forever and ever and ever and ever. <laughs> However, like I, I feel like there's. It's not even a. It's not even a fucking question between him and, and Andrew Garfield. Like honestly. But Andrew was also more of like the nerd scientist character that Spider Man's supposed to be. Like he was no, actually doing the tech stuff yes, and but, getting into it. And, and and Toby wasn't that at all, really. Like Toby, he but had I mean, the glasses. In no way home revisiting it. Toby was definitely the weakest link of the three. You know. I mean, you know the Avengers right now are hurting for an adorable, charming nerd scientist because we just lost RDJ. <laughs> That's like, true. Yeah, now true. is it's now meaning 2039 when this movie is actually going to come out. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's we're we're ready but, for it. On my 60th it. birthday. But, but Mike, <laughs> but, but Mike, do you know who's taking the spot of Robert Downey Jr. though right now? Some who's fucking Canadian, I'm sure. <laughs> well, no, Doctor Strange is Benedict Cumberbatch because Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, is British, coming back. Canadian. That's what I said. That's, He's coming back for Doctor Strange 3, though, man. And they're saying they're pushing him further and further into the limelight, kind of taking over that Tony Stark vision moving forward for the rest of this phase. Of course, now with Doctor Strange 3, it says it's going to kind of lead into the Kang Dynasty, where it's Kang versus Doctor Strange. That's the rumor that's been going around. People have been saying about this, that Marvel's pushing him, though. But for Doctor Strange 3, this rumor's been going <laughs> everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. And the Cosmic Wonder, or the Cosmic Circus, the Cosmic Circus is the person that really broke this story. And they've been really fucking accurate about their shit recently. They're they saying have, that... Shockingly. It, shockingly. But they're saying the third one's going to be based off of Time Runs Out. This is a comic event that happened where Doctor Strange is, you know, very front and center about these incursions. And Cleo, who came at the very end, like, it's going to pick up right there, and she's going to take him to this whole council. They're called the Black Priests. And they're going to actually try to get his help to fix the incursion that he caused. Now, their whole universe is actually in what they call the nothing space. It's like an in-between place of two incursions, two dead universes caused by an incursion, I should say. And they're apparently going to take him there and try to get him to stop 
the incursions and fix everything together. That's what the idea is. And they're saying the Marvels will actually might cause an incursion too, which might lead into this, which is coming out in November. So that might make sense for the time frame. But apparently the multiverse is going to be dying because of all of these incursions and Doctor Strange is going to be pulled in to fix it. But apparently he's also, as we saw in the Multiverse of Madness, He's also, what they say in 818 universe is that he's part of the problem. That's why they killed him, that he would always cause incursions. He would always cause problems. And when Kang comes into it, what they're saying, what the Cosmic uh, Circus said about this, is that Kang's perspective actually is going to be is that Kang's the hero trying to stop actual Doctor Strange from making all these incursions and destroying the universe. But Kang's no fucking hero, you know, unless he's Denzel Washington, which he should be. Um, then he might be my <laughs> hero. But beyond that, he's no Hashtag fucking Denzel hero. For King. Hashtag Denzel bitch Kang for life. For life, if you will. But that's where they're going. The Black Priests look very strange. This whole comic book seems very strange. The, uh, the time runs out. But it makes sense because it all is the in-between stuff before Secret Wars. And so... For me, I guess that kind of makes sense why we would go this route. I want to go to Sean first because I know Sean's probably, Please. as he's read how did, Secret how did Wars. You, how did I know? How did I know? What, yeah, go ahead. What do you think? Does this make sense to take this route for Doctor Strange 3? Do these rumors make sense to you or does it seem like far off base and there's no reality at all in this whole babble back and forth about Doctor Strange 3? No, I, I, I think when you look at the current state of the MCU and you compare it to the state of comic books that was leading up to Secret Wars, which, yes, did engage with the Time Runs Out storyline. The only character that was really there that you can really kind of reliably kind of uh, bring to the forefront is Doctor Strange, especially with that Clea teaser at the end and that third eye kind of popping out. Like, it, of course, like they don't really have another leg to stand on. Uh, we don't have a Namor. We don't uh, really have a Black Panther aside from what we, we saw in Wakanda Forever. Um, you know, that relationship isn't really kind of, you know, uh, mentioned. We don't have a Beast. We don't have a Hyperion. I'm just naming characters that no one else knows, but this is fantastic. Um, <laughs> well, runs Henry Cavill could be Hyperion. Namor, that was a, that was a rumor Namor. for a long time. Yeah, but Beast Whatever. has like been around. He's been uh, uh, Nicholas Holt. You have to bring Nicholas Holt in, though. Yeah, we that, know. We and know. That's Sean. a lot for him <laughs> and, to catch and... up in the MCU. That's all I'm saying. Um, oh. Time runs out. Time runs out was a fantastic storyline. It showcased a lot of the the devastation possible with oh. incursions He's that was hinted Priest. at. Yes, that was hinted at uh, in Death uh, Doctor Strange Two. It shows a lot of different varieties of heroes throughout it. Um, there's a really good uh, allegory for Superman in a few of those. Um, again, it's it's a great storyline. If they do it justice, I'm excited to hear it. But I think at this point, MCU is just kind of saying, well, who the fuck is left to kind of lead this? And, and it's only Doctor Strange. Uh, just because of the decimation of the core Avengers that were really part uh, of the lead up to Secret Wars. So... Not surprised. Uh, excited to see a faithful adaptation if we get it uh, or whatever uh, realm of uh, adaptation we do get with this third movie. Um, only time will tell. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're right, Sean. Like, Doctor Strange is the last man standing right now. He really is. You got... You got Spider-Man, but you got really Doctor Strange has been kind of the glue in everything lately. Like, again, he popped up in Spider-Man. It seems like they're pushing forward and pushing forward. Benedict Cumberbatch seems very willing to commit his time to this role. And he's great as Doctor Strange. 
So yeah. they're probably looking at this universe. They're like, what can we do with Doctor Strange lead the way? Do you think like a Kang battle is going to happen, though? Is that eminent? You think that's going to be something that's going to definitely go down him and Kang? Is that in the comics at all? It's it, it, it's not part of the time runs out um, storyline whatsoever. Uh, so I am excited to kind of see how Kang is shoehorned uh, into it for the MCU. I think especially they kind of play overplayed their hand with the Kang dynasty and then secret wars, because of course, who else is going to be responsible for all this except for Kang. Um, So I'm not surprised. Uh, I'll be interested to see it. There is a variant of Kang that is a good guy. Um, So if we get a chance to see that um, played out in the movies, as we do in the comic books, Washington, in de- by Denzel, uh, you know, a fan of the show, <laughs> Denzel Washington. Uh, so I would be happy to see it. Um, but for now, you know, again, this is all conjecture until shit actually happens. And what it's not going to happen until the fucking strikes end. So, you know, that's just <laughs> yeah, what it is. It's not happening. Yeah, exactly. Sabrina, do you see this happening? What do you think? Do you think this makes sense for Doctor Strange based off of Sean's knowledge of the comics and the rumors we've been hearing? Um, I'm sorry, what was your question specifically? Do you think this makes sense that Doctor Strange would be doing this whole <laughs> multiversal thing with the incursions and being a big figure to try to take on and fix the, you know, the multiverse before multiverse Kang comes incursions, in? There's multiple versions of Kang incursions. There's animated the incursions. Of it all, you Incursion know? incursions. The <laughs> worlds are colliding. There's incursions, Sabrina. Incursions. The, the incursions are having incursion problems. Like, is that is that not clear enough for you? It's that, thank you. So uh, that's like a DNA strand. Now I'm prepared. Um, okay. So, uh, okay. First, first and foremost, um, I agree with what Sean said. Um, also though, there is like this, like the, the, in the multiverse of madness, there are a lot of clues to this, like in a way. Um, and before I go into that, I just would like to say out loud that the third eye is really not for me. I don't like seeing it and I don't like looking at it and I hope there's a way that I don't have to watch a whole movie with him and that eye on his head because I really don't want to. You are going to have to. It's kind of it's kind of movie. No, no, give it to her. I don't like it. Uh, Maybe they can do it better because what it looks like now is very unfortunate. (laughs) Um, I think it's happening. We saw the we saw the multiverse of madness with uh, uh, Jake Slonecki. Shout out, Jake. Miss you on the show. Woo. Um, and his lovely wife. Um, so, uh, okay, so basically my point is, in the Multiverse of Madness, um, Fantastic Four leader person who was played by, uh, James Krasinski, John Mr. Krasinski. Fantastic, right, Mr. Fantastic? Mm-hmm. John Krasinski, yeah. I, I said both those things. Um, so yes, he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll allow Brian to correct you, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> On the things I said. Um, also, thank you for this, really, I'll get back to that. The picture of Charlize Theron right there does not look anything like those black priests that you showed with gold heads and oh one eye. Oh my God, Just yeah, no. To be clear. No, nope. she's um, not a black priest. She's, yes, they, it, no, it, they, they, they say she is. They say she is, that she's going to be a they, all right, they, all right. Well, she's recruiting I, I, I them. Cleo, they, call me no. They, well, the cosmic circus <laughs> is the same thing. Oh, you're pre-reading. <laughs> call me now, my friend Smoke. You know, uh, that bitch got sued hardcore. Yeah, she did. Um, okay, so it's going to take it, take it, dial it back. I started 19,000. That's like straight up my ADD coming out. 
Um, okay, so say they, they, I don't know who they are, but they say that Charlize Theron Supers. is part of the Black Priests. She's coming to get him, to bring him back, because he is, in another timeline, actually the leader of the Black Priests. And they're like, we need you to do this thing that you're supposed to do to save the multiverse or the universe or their world or some world. Multiverse. I'm at, that part, I'm a little sketchy on. Um, but Mr. Fantastic also said that he was a huge threat. He had that whole fight with like the new Doctor Strange in another universe, who was that guy who was a student. I wish I knew the actor's name. I feel horrible for not knowing it. Um, and they had that huge fight in in the Multiverse of Madness. So there was that moment as well, that, that called to that. And then there was a third... Uh, oh, right, when he saw himself like in that dilapidated place where he was the only person like basically on that planet. The incursion world, yeah. He yep. said, incursion. I wasn't able to defeat him. And we don't know who him is. I think a lot of us assume mm. that it's King that he wasn't able to, to defeat. Maybe it was himself he wasn't able to defeat. Hmm. Maybe it was King. I don't know. It was Denzel. So like there is that. <laughs> <laughs> your eye penis is killing me, Brian. <laughs> keep, keep That's your what she penis said. out of my conversation. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and there there goes the five-year-old so um i'm i'm feeling like oh I, I don't know i i don't know i'm excited for the prospects i guess i love benedict cumberbatch i think he does a great job um this multiverse really just keeps getting more and more confusing to be perfectly honest and i i wish that it were like a little bit more tightly bound but you know it does open up for a world of possibilities and if there's a mistake or something that people don't like they can fix it so i get i don't know i don't know I, and it's very far away again to sean's point um so i mean fingers crossed they're not gonna fuck it up honestly that's that's the goal hopefully they don't but they've already fucked up a lot of their tv shows hence why they're saying they're changing it i mean bob Iger said they're going to be doing less tv shows less of this marvel stuff well it just came out some today too being like, was a fucking great I, it was success. a fucking shit show i mean mike loved it but that's the only person that loved it so mike, i mean he <laughs> no he didn't he didn't <laughs> like it <laughs> and mike didn't watch that shit mike what do you think My about man. this doctor strange world do you think that these scoopers these poopers these people have any kind of inside information or do you think again we're in the middle of a strike so people are just trying to create some buzz and have some fun along the way i think anybody that's just saying words to create content on the internet without having <laughs> without having serious input that they really oh put their heart and what was that show <laughs> Nothing. What kind of Nothing. bullshit was that? You ready Nothing. to fight? We're we're my we're a thousand miles apart, Sean. Are you ready to go? <laughs> okay, so that was some irrelevant bullshit. But I did have a point that I wanted to make. Um, I wanted to make concerning what uh, what Sabrina said, and I think some of us saw coming. I saw coming twenty years ago, Sean. You may have seen coming twenty years ago, which was um, or even earlier than that, actually, starting from the Joss Whedon days and Buffy days of, uh, of, Future as, we past. Saw, as, as we saw, as we saw, <laughs> as, as we saw graphic capabilities growing in the visual medium and, and more taking of ideas from comic books. Um, I kind of anticipated that we would have more of the same kind of problems that you see with comic book books because initially you would see like oh okay so now we can move we can have the same continuity and we can pull actors in and out okay we can have the same continuity we can change writers we can change everything and we can keep working on the same story because the the audience has enough familiarity with the whole program that maybe we don't have to show 
Batman's parents getting killed every no. time. Maybe Uncle Ben doesn't have to get beaten, beaten to death ben. every time. So, I mean, it's a maybe it's maybe it's cliche. It's a canon song. event. <laughs> but uh, it, do you, I guess do you see? Is this is this a problem that's translated in terms of? Uh, what we're just uh we're we're separate we're separating too much like do we do we need to i mean feige probably is on top of this like how much do you mold like how far do you expand from the universe how much do you contract am i am i making any sense to you at all no you are i i think for me it's feige is caught a little bit uh i mean uh, honestly between a rock and a hard place because the expectation was you have this grand plan. You know what you're doing. We're going to give you and entrust in you all these characters, uh, all this IP, uh, all of these uh, storylines that um, you know mean so much uh, to the comic reader, to the fans, and uh, don't fuck it up, right? And what happens is he pressure. gets cocky with it. It's a lot of pressure. It's a, a lot, lot of pressure. pressure. And, and I can't say, I, I honestly can't, I can't say that anyone could have done as good a job as Feige has done with the pressure and amount of control that he was given, right? Like he's going to have some missteps. He's going to have some misplays. Things are not going to go awry. But I think at this point, like he was getting pressure from Disney, especially with that acquisition where more and more and more is, uh, you know, kind of the name of the game. We need more content. We need more characters to have backstory that, really don't deserve it or really no or one cares it. about or need it. Exactly. And, um, you know, it, it, it just kind of happened. Star Wars. So, yeah, I think, I think in, the, in the next couple of years, I think we're going to see a calling. I think we're going to see a refocusing and a, you know, kind of adjustment to, hey, we gave a shot. We, we went wide with things. It didn't work out in a lot of different ways. This is the core. This is what we're going to push forward, and this is what you're going to get, and this is what you're going to have. And people are still going to complain. People are going to say it's They're not enough. We're we're not giving <laughs> we're not giving enough time to diverse uh, heroes and whatever. Like a lot of that is a lot of the same arguments you get today in comics is still going to be there uh, within Hollywood. Um, but again, this was a response to five ten years ago, and it's just a cyclical kind of nature of of complaining um so yeah it, it's disappointing but this is where we're at and and i'm excited to kind of see like how things kind of course correct i guess it's never gonna stop sean like people are yeah. always gonna complain that's just what it is but I, I gotta tell you though i'm so happy that before this whole big course correction the canceling the tv shows and the changing of the guards for things that daredevil actually is happening and moving forward <laughs> as a disney plus show because Without yeah. Daredevil doing this, like a lot of fans be pissed off. And for me, I love the Netflix show. I'm excited that this is moving forward, that they're doing 18 episodes, which I heard they might split apart into two seasons, which is fine. I'm fine by that. At least I know I'm getting 18 episodes, you know, moving forward. But there's some news coming around that we have our villain kind of for at least the first part of the season, the first half of the season. And of course, we got. D'Onofrio coming back to be Kingpin, which is fucking awesome. Friend of the fucking show. Great human being. Awesome person. Lovely, lovely human being. Happy for you, D'Onofrio. He's coming back. 
On top of that, though, they're saying that Muse is coming in. If you don't know Muse, Muse is a character from the 2016 comics of Daredevil. Now, he's apparently a sadistic but artistic serial killer. Artistic, everybody. Now, when he gets his first run in with Daredevil in this comic, he apparently murders hundreds of people and then creates artwork from their blood. And he actually gets Daredevil to come to a factory. He comes in there and he sees this huge art piece and he's like, what the fuck? And there's all these dead people and this blood is everywhere. And it's a very artistic piece. And then on top of that, apparently he's kidnapping like inhumans. And he's kidnapping Inhumans, but it might not translate to Marvel nowadays. They might not want to go the Inhumans route. Of course, they use Black Bolt in Multiverse of Madness. But maybe they want to change it to Scrolls or maybe Mutants even. That's been something I've been talking about online too. But he kidnaps some Inhumans in the comics, in the 2016 comics. And then he kills them, murders them, and then places them doing household chores at in some different settings. And then that's kind of stuff he's doing. So he's creating art with dead bodies and with their blood. And to me, this is a very fucking graphic serial killer and just fucking villain for a Marvel series in general. Like, Marvel doesn't go this deep. Now, of course, Deadpool's going R. Maybe this will be leaning. They haven't given the official announcement for what the rating will be for Daredevil. Maybe they're trying to push the barriers and kind of continue that, you know, whole Netflix feel and the vibe and the fucking grittiness and the intenseness and the vulgar and bloodiness of it, maybe. And for me, I hope I do, because people complain about She-Hulk, how he wasn't the same Daredevil. But if this villain's true, that's very much in line with the Daredevil we knew on Netflix. And I'm excited about it, and I hope it's real, because I heard this, and a lot of people don't know this, this villain, because, of course, again, he's from the 2016 comics. He's not that relevant, but it's fucking cool. And apparently he has, he, take, he takes these glasses off, he's got, like, black eyes with, like, blood-red pupils, and... Uh, me, I'm like, fuck, bring it on. Let's make this villain be real. And of course, it's not official. It's not been confirmed. But it's something that's very interesting when I heard this. And I, was, I had to bring it up the, today because we got our Marvel expert, Sean, here. We got Mike here. We got Sabrina. So what do we think about this? So do we think this is real? Do we think this is fake? Do we think that this is a good villain for the Daredevil 18 episodes. Let's go to Sean again, of course, because Sean is our, you know, he's our in-house Marvel expert, comic expert. Sean, Teles telescope you, expert. Tell, tell our telescope expert. It's a spyglass, Mike. Our spyglass <laughs> expert. Sean, do you think this is a good villain? And you think that Marvel would do this villain for a series on Disney Plus? I mean, first of all, I want to address the 18 episodes. Uh, which to me seems ridiculous. Uh, this is a lot to throw at this kind of storyline. Again, Born Again is one of the most famous uh, Daredevil runs uh, that, that's ever been, honestly, uh, aside from what Chip Zdarsky is doing with the current run of Daredevil um, and Elektra. Um, I, I, you know, personally, I don't know a ton about Muse. But from what I've read about it, uh, from what's been leaked, and um, what I can do with the background with it, I think it sounds like a really fun villain to kind of see translated to the real world. Um, I think that there's a lot to kind of explore in terms of a character's motivations and styles. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would be happy to see this character, even if it's only half of an 18-episode series. Um, again, I, I can't imagine that it would actually go that long, considering what else we've gotten in the previous uh, uh, Disney Plus show 
uh, episode length runs, uh, 18 just Much seems shorter. like a, a bridge too far. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know where this is going to lead, but I, I, I think Muse is a stylized kind of villain. Uh, I really was someone that enjoyed uh, all of the seasons of Daredevil on the Netflix series, uh, especially what they did um, with John Bernthal's Punisher, uh, just the way they kind of explored that and explored the motivations toward him. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to see a new character kind of come to limelight, get a chance to show up and, uh, you know, uh, test Daredevil. And um, yeah, I, I say give it to it's me. So uh, yeah, give what, it to me whatever now. I get. 18 episodes, 12 episodes, I'll, I'll take it. Um, and, but Daredevil Born Again is is just, again, classic, classic Marvel. And I'm um, um, excited to see what they actually do with it. Give us do you like that more, yellow costume? Give us like some the more costume, cinematography, Sean? man. Yeah. No, I'm with you, Mike. I, yeah, I like the yellow costume. I, I think it's a good nod. Uh, again, you know, you have to modernize it. You have to do a little bit of, you know, uh, uh, um, paying homage to what, uh, the artist was intending when they released the costume in the, the comic books. Of it. <sighs> Fine. I'm going to fucking rue the day that I said my penis, but here Girl, we are. Just, just, just fucking just, just slam it down and just keep shooting that dead horse. Um, here we go. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, I'm happy to see it. I'm uh, again, Charlie Cox played a fantastic daredevil and uh, so good. Give me more of it. So yeah, here we go. And if Muse is the bad guy, all the better. Yeah, and of course, like the Muse comics too, it leads into how Kingpin's running for the mayor, and he becomes mayor, and that all ties into that too, which again makes sense because that's what they're saying already. That yeah, that's what they're saying already. That he, that Donofrio's character will be moving towards that yep. too. Sabrina, give us some more insight. What do you think about this? Do you think this makes sense for the the lineup of where Daredevil's going? And do you think that Muse would be a great villain moving forward for eighteen episodes, maybe half of it? for the Disney Plus show. I'm just a clarifier. I didn't mean Kingpin's demise. I meant Muse's demise. Um, <laughs> I, um, uh, Muse sounds like uh, the most fucked up version of Banksy that you could possibly imagine. You're right. <laughs> um, so let's put that out there. Um, and Banksy is one of the most interesting people in the world. So I think it would be a very interesting villain. The goriness of it, the uh, sheer level of evil involved like they said the first mural that they lure him that they lure actually blind spot to see and then he calls daredevil because blind spots like the robin to the batman situation for daredevil which could be a new character maybe yeah but they might just like forego all of that and not you know and just have it just be charlie cox i don't know how they're going to handle that but in the comics that's what it is right so they lure him to this place and he painted this mural that is supposedly made of the blood of 113 victims. Now, we like we like the suspension of disbelief a little bit, but for Sabrina, it's like, how you know it's 113 victims? Like Daredevil smelled 113 different types of blood? Like, I don't know, that was a little weird for me. Uh, smell of vision. However, very popular even on cruise control tonight. <laughs> however, um, that's basically the deal, right? And then they go forward and like the next thing is like an installment. Brian, did you say this already? I stepped out of the room for a second. Um, no. The next yeah. installment, like there's, some of it. there's like six or eight, like, uh, you know, not non-inhumans is what they call them. Oh, yeah, I said the inhumans, yeah. Right. The and then they're like, the just, whole... one's taking a shit and one's fucking, you know, eating a sandwich and what, you know, and they're just like, they're all dead in this room. So like, he's, he's the- I didn't get that into it. Again, very, <laughs> well, I mean, that, that is, I mean, I looked at the comic pages, that is literally what it is. 
they're all in one room and one is sitting on a toilet one's eating a burger one's like it's like they're doing like they said everyday tasks in all of the breakdowns but like they're very specific and i guess there are everyday tasks for some people but kind of is. um <laughs> it was just very very specific but that th- that is what makes me feel like it's like very much a, a banksy type of person um, because like he, like he did those, that weird, like, you know, 30 days in New York where they had the don't fear the reaper thing. It was like a fucking skeleton driving Come around on, and baby. thing playing. Don't be, you know, like it's, it's all, it's very much like street art, you know, and the best kind of street art, it's just in a very sinister way. So I think it is probably a, like the most interesting villain that I've seen in every, any Marvel show ever, if they can execute it properly. However, I don't know how they'll be able to put that level of 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 gore and and like horror onto it you know what i mean like the the way that it's described in the comics is really fucking twisted well especially because most disney plus subs tv 14 at the most but secret invasion though he impaled that motherfucker and they had the tv 14 with the with with the groot arm he like impaled that guy and then pulled it out and you heard it and then it, i mean it was pretty fucking gross so i i mean i don't know i don't know you get have, one f uh, word and you get one impaling for that's right pg-13 or tv that's the rule yeah, yeah. yeah one that's of each the rule. Oh, yeah that's okay one that's impale, why one that's why we have this strike right now it's because <laughs> we want more f's more they want more f more f bombs yeah more f's more impaling and more, uh, more Fs, more incursions. Eyes, more, I, more I I, IP. Less incursions. We don't need to be doing less incursions, please. We're um, all the incursions now. When it fucking incursion up that ass, that ass, I, her I, ass, I, his I, ass. I feel like this could be very interesting. I, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't watch uh, all of Daredevil like on Netflix, but what I had watched, also nod to Rosario Dawson, who is in uh, Ahsoka or Ashoka or however the fuck you say Ahsoka. that poor woman's name. I always butcher it every fucking time. Um, I'm sorry. Um, so she, you know, she, I, I watched several episodes and, and it is quite, uh, it's, it's much more violent than anything, you know, on, on, on Disney plus that Marvel gives us, or, you know, like even theater wise, like there are some very brutal moments. Don't get me wrong. Uh, multiverse of madness that we were just talking about a lot of Sam it's Raimi, intense, a lot yeah. of horror movie movie moments in that, you know? So I, I feel like they can do it if they choose to do it is a different story. Which there's rumors for that he might do. take over for the third Doctor Strange and Secret Wars. Raimi? Yeah, oh, Raimi. I love that. I would love that. They should have him take over for this because I feel like this is his wheelhouse. Like, he, mm. I think he could really capture this Muse, Muse character. I, I mean, think he could really capture this Muse character. What do you think, Sean? I see Sean debating down there. The I mean, it... it if we get like if we get like Raimi era Darkman or Darkman era Raimi, maybe good era. Um, okay. But uh, no, I, I yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm I like Raimi a lot. I, I thought he did fine uh, with the mm, opportunities he's like been you given. Like him a lot. No, I do. I enjoy him. Listen, I'm a big <laughs> Evil Dead guy. He went to Michigan he State. He's he went to Michigan him. State. How he's can I not love him? Shirt. Don't trash Yo. Spartans. There's three hey, Spartans go- on the air right now. Yo, go green. <laughs> I mean, come on. Go what? Right? There you go. If you were if you were Jeff Smoker it'd be if you were Jeff Smoker be smoke uh, be smoke green, snort white. Go smoke. Smoke green, snort white. There you go. I still remember here's a good story for for Mike and Brian only. You went, you, you went uh, to a fun college and you never ever did cocaine? Like what is that? Do you about? guys I didn't nope. do cocaine, sorry. Do you remember <laughs> no, Screw no. Nice? You just said was the of that. You it just was the motto. That. It was the school motto it since eighteen seventy five. Eighteen seventy five. Talking about smoking you, green and snorting white, you know? Do you remember Drew Nightsoul? Very, very clear what that means. 
Drew Drew Drew, who? Drew Neitzel. He Drew? was a basketball. Yeah. He was a basketball yeah. guy oh, during yeah. that time at MSU. Yeah, yeah. Ran into him my freshman year, and I said, "Oh my God, Drew Neitzel, oh, you're doing great. You know, good luck." He goes, "Yeah, yeah, that's great. Y'all got any weed?" And that was like, <laughs> for me, that was just like, whoa, <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do with this question? Uh, I said, no. Produce and the weed. Le- produce the weed. Yeah, yeah, obviously produce the weed. I, I did not. I, I wasn't <laughs> back then. I could not. So, you know, boy. Like, anyway, that was it. I would have been like, yeah, bro, come back to my dorm room. I got fucking three kinds. <laughs> and we went there. It was literally a $7 <laughs> fine if you got caught with under an eighth or something like that. A $7 fine? Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Back then, who knows now? Or you could just do a Zelda just do a Zelda <laughs> roll out of your second I'll floor window. You. Your RA will <laughs> yeah. never oh, bust you. Oh, I thought you meant Zelda. You said Zelda roll. Zelda roll, yeah, yeah. Zelda, Zelda roll. roll. <laughs> Come on. And you roll when you yeah. hit the ground. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the RAs aren't going to. Get a few hearts. Um, what about Daredevil, Mike? You I, think this sounds like a good villain? Okay, so num- number one, yeah, the villain sounds great. I think we're running so long, but I think we're having we're a lot of fun. I'm having we're a lot so of fun. long. I'm sorry we're running so long. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's okay. Gotta go. So wrap it up. Wrap that yeah. shit up. So uh, what we saw, like in obviously the cinematography and the um, and the choreography of Daredevil, the TV show was great. We all we all loved it. Um, Mr. Cox did an amazing job. Like, uh, give the Cox. His, his, his <laughs> the yellow suit, whatever. Okay. Um, uh, and Jessica jo- <laughs> Jessica Jones. Um, what? Who was the bad guy in the? Fir- who was David Tennant in the first season? Of- Purple Man. Purple Man. <laughs> Kill something. What was it? I, I don't know. Any- the knowledge. Anyway, he was he was I'm another. Super uh, into Muse. He he was another uh, Daredevil world horrifying psychopath. Uh, so I think we're ready for more horrifying psychopaths. Yeah. I saw, yeah. um, it, it, and I wasn't aware of this Muse character at all, uh, but when I looked up some of the comic book styles, Sean, we talked about this briefly. Briefly, I was thinking it was like late '90s style. What it, what it reminds me of is uh, Mike Dringenberg, who was uh, who was illustrating those first few handful of issues of Sandman. Um, so it's got that kind of drippy, <laughs> drippy, creepy comic style. And you may remember if you watched the um, the Sandman show uh, that they came out with recently, um, they had more of that uh, serial killer pursuing it as an artistic endeavor. Like that made a massive part of the uh, of the first season of that. So I don't know, maybe they feel like that uh, that has been broached within the main culture. So it's not quite as transgressive as it could have been otherwise uh i'm i'm happy to see it it seems super interesting like this this does seem like a crazy character it looks it looks great like it's not super fresh in the comics world but in the tv world especially like with massive eye penis like this like massive eye penis massive eye um, penis i'm right? pitching yeah. i'm pitching something really quickly i think that they should play muse songs when Muse is on screen. Let's do it. Like maybe like Liberation or like Ghost or like, like there's a lot of uh, I penis for Muse that has like some really good like (laughs) Euphoria maybe. Or like, uh, don't they have a a song called Are We, uh, We Are Getting Fucked? I feel like that Um, might be a good one. Liberation, probably a good one. Did I say that already? And I think there's one that's called like Kill or Be Killed or like Kill. 
Some, something's that it's gonna happen like it's do, gotta happen if, if we do, they do a lot it, it will for sure happen music and then like use it for the muse character i think that'd be a very punny eye penis thing to do fucking punny but sabrina i, I never use eye penis correctly but, but i want to but sabrina, you're doing great the whole, you're doing great the whole, phrase, the whole phrase of killer be killed leads me to our featured story of the bum, bum, night bum. <laughs> yeah it's sean yourself what do i mean by kill or be killed i want to talk about oh. musk and zuckerberg that's oh, what i want to talk about because i've been going on the internet for a long time and it amplified it built up it's become a bigger thing recently so we gotta talk about it finally on the show but apparently for a long time this has been going on and elon musk was challenging mark zuckerberg let's have a fight motherfucker that's what he said let's have a fight battle the billionaires it's been going on for a long time but now it's apparently off or is it that's the question we're talking about today because mark zuckerberg said hey it's time to move on because apparently he's been training he's been he's been actually messaging musk directly and being like hey when we gonna do this I can have like I can have actually the whole match agreed upon and streamed through a whole different thing through Dana White. Dana White can come in here and he can do the whole charity thing. We can figure the whole thing out. I got it all figured out. And must like cage fight, cage fight at the Coliseum. Let's do it now. And he's like, well, let's let's let's, let's figure this out. Let's I, which I can see the two of them doing. Let's figure this out. We'll have a whole thing, and I'll have all this. Sounds like you're doing like a South Park episode right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'll have, the, I'll have the whole thing figured out. It's fine. Cage fight, cage fight, cage fight. And uh, Zuckerberg's like, hey man, calm down. And then then eventually Zuckerberg's like, hey, I don't think this is realistic. Like, I think we can all agree upon that Elon isn't serious and it's time to move on. I offered a real deal, Dana White, who, you know, offered to make a legit competition for charity, but Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery and now he needs to do a practice run in my backyard instead, so we're not doing it. And if Elon gets serious about a real date and an official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, time to move on. I'm going to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously, which I'm like, fucking Zuckerberg's taking MMA fucking seriously, but whatever. Mm, really? But, but Elon, Elon's like, I'm going to come to your house. I'm program, but he's also pitching his fucking car. I'm programming my car <laughs> to your house. And it's going to drive me automatically to your house. I'm not going to drive no hands on the wheel. Drive me straight there. I'll get to your front door. I'll ring the doorbell. We're going to fight in your backyard. And he's like, dude, calm the fuck down. We're not doing that. So, and then he's calm chicken. And, you know, he's fucking getting into his face about the whole thing. And this has been going on for a long time. And I think really Elon Musk is just trying to cause some, you know, some buzz for X Twitter or, you know, his own stuff. And, of course, it was good for both events for Meta, Facebook, where they're both fucking doing the same shit, changing their brands and trying to be something different than it is. But these two fighting, I don't see it really happening ever i laughed when i heard about it before i didn't think it was a big deal but then i see more and more coming up so let's do the tail of the tape for a second because i think that if they were to fight for a second we got to break down what these two fools would actually be so here we go let's do the tail of the tape so if we're gonna have elon musk versus zuckerberg what would we have going here well you know zuckerberg's 39 musk is 51 he's 5'7 musk is 6'1 american south africa whatever 
100.9 pounds, which which is fucking dumb to me. Is he really 100 pounds? I don't know if I believe that. No. There's no way he's 100 pounds. The, there's no fucking way he's 100 pounds. No fucking way. Hold on, Brian. No fucking way. I think my facts are wrong there. I think my facts are wrong there. shredded. I mean, also, Zuckerberg's done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and Elon Musk has done Karate Taekwondo. And they had, like, if you want to see their tweets before I go on to our, our panel here, here's this whole thing about we need to move on. It's legit. And someone's do something legit, and he calls Zuck his chicken. And, you know, I have the whole thing. They're back and forth here. It's if like you Back to, to the Future too, right? It's like Marty change. McFly versus Flea from Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers. Oh, like, don't call me chicken. chicken. Being chicken. Being chicken. Yeah, Mike, let's go to you first then, Mike. What oh, do you please. think about this? Do you think that he's just being chicken, or do you think this is all bullshit? Uh, I was really pleased I came up with a Back to the Future 2 reference, because anytime, anytime I can bring a Marty McFly into a situation, it just tickles me to no end. Uh, so when my wife and I, and this is related, I swear, when my wife and I went to see the Barbie movie, um, we were like, oh, this is great. This has a lot of, it has a lot of feminist perspective. It makes a lot of great points. And my wife, my wife was like, oh yeah, maybe it's, there's a little bit of hyperbole, like in terms of how it expresses the patriarchy, you know, fair enough, but maybe so. And then we wake up the next day and we see top billionaires of the world, uh, commit each other in death battle fists, to, <laughs> fists to each other's faces. And it's like, oh my God, like we, we nope. live in a dystopia. We live in a weirder dystopia than we ever would have possibly imagined. Uh, it's, dude, it's, it's funny that, uh, Elon Musk, like, uh, is saying that he has any chance. Oh, he's just dragging this out. Like Grimes would have a better chance against, against Zuckerberg. Like, you know, he's, it's, he's old and he's doughy. Like, okay. So he's got the weight advantage. That's doughy. serious. He's got the height advantage. That's serious. But both of them, they're just, they're just playing it to keep, uh, nobody gives any care about twitter about x like i don't know what the game is but also at this point i am purely convinced that the billionaires also do not have a play they do not have a real game that they're playing this is just purely ego bullshit which doesn't bother me for the most part like it's it's, it's a dystopia and i've accepted it so like it's just funny <laughs> silly garbage like i hope i get to watch them pummel the shit off? out of each other i did look no. today I did look today at the odds websites um, for, for <laughs> betting in Las Vegas. I always, anytime there's an election, anytime there's any situation, there's people that are giving you odds. And I have a tendency to believe that these people have some insight into it. What they're calling it for, uh, for Zuckerberg at about, uh, at about a two to one majority. So I think I would, uh, I would agree with those odds, if not even a little heavier. I, I feel like that's maybe why he's postponing it. He's also like, come to your your octagon. We'll have a fight in your backyard, and then we'll do a you know we'll we'll live cast on X and on Meta again. I don't know why we're fucking changing these names, but apparently that's the thing. Sean, what do you think? Do you think do you agree with Mike? Do you think this is just like must be a little chicken, and he's fucking you know just trying no. to draw it out for attention? Oh, sorry. Uh, my wife would like me to stop yelling about I penis. Um, oh, <laughs> I I just want to. said no. I just want to make a. Uh, I just want to make a, a a really impassioned plea 
to the AMPTP to please settle uh, and give the writers and actors anything they need so that we can avoid talking about two idiots uh, that are not um, in any way ready or capable of a entertaining fight <laughs> Great uh, right. to be fight or to be fighting at this point. I don't give a care. I don't give a fuck about Zuckerberg, <laughs> uh, you know, beating the shit out of Musk, which is obviously going to happen. Um, <laughs> but for the love of God, please, AMPTP, uh, just fucking find some Make shred of humanity and decency uh, so that we don't have to talk about this bullshit. I know. This that's is where the world we're in right now, though, Sean. That's I hate the world this we're world. in. Hate this world. It fucking sucks. But without without a fucking like it's getting it's getting drier and drier for content that's happening for people because as this moves on, we're gonna have other people just trying to take advantage of the situation and find a way of putting themselves in the limelight because they know people need something to watch. And that's just what it is. And it sucks. It does it does suck. Sabrina, what do you well, yep. When they Michelle. should be watching cruise control. Good night, everybody. Fucking watching cruise control. We're we're about no, we're about one. to go. I know we're we've gone way over. I'm sorry. I'm done. It's, fine. Know, it's fine. I'm sorry. It's I fine took it. Go ahead. Are you both are you both lobbying to fuck off right now? Is that what's happening? I, they're ready to go. No. They're ready to go. Now, now I'm gonna make this shit longer for both of y'all. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, give your hot take before we go from here tonight. I don't really have a hot take. It's just two fucking little bitches being fucking little bitches. Honestly, how dare you? You're like you have your your two dudes, by the way, and your penises are very small. Our and penis you should measuring probably, contest. Get Steve Jobs in there. You have you both have micro eye penises, clearly. And you're gonna sit here and act like little baby bitches and fucking try to publicize on different social media things like who's more of a chicken. Guess what? Musk I read all the fucking I read the receipts. You a chicken. Okay? Zuckerberg, not a fan. However, you look like you're ready to go. So um I don't really know what to say. I don't like either of you. You're you Zuckerberg, you stole from all your friends to be rich. Musk, you're, you know, super smart and shit, but you're just an idiot. So, um, you're, I'm, 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 let me clarify that. You're super smart, like, in so far as uh, technical things are, but as a human being, not so much. And I know you're autistic, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you leeway for that. But you don't, you don't, you don't lean on that for like challenging someone to a uh, MMA fight and then being like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm gonna have to be in Santa Barbara on Monday. And then on Tuesday. No, no. If you want to do it, do it. And don't be a pussy about it and stop using it and, and stop trashing this poor guy. Not poor guy. He stole all He's the not money poor. from all of his friends. Oh, I don't mean He's poor. He's got all the money. He's doing the Harry and Meghan a little bit, don't you think? There he you is. go. There it is. Is he yep. to see you next Tuesday? He is. They're both assholes. Okay. In different ways. <laughs> okay. So I, I have no allegiance to either one of them and they can kindly go fuck themselves, both of them, like this. Um, it's just, it's just like, to me, it's like two 10 year old boys just acting like little fucking bitches. Just whipping the dicks out and fighting each other. I literally could care less. You, you have small eye penises. We all know that. Um, and you know, I, I don't, I, I feel sorry for both of you. Like if you could just maybe get your shit together and stop putting us through all of your like masculine bullshit. Like when I see a truck that is taller than me driving by on the street, okay, clearly small eye penis. So all it says to me is that, and um, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're both idiots. 
Even though you're super rich, doesn't mean anything. You're you're shicey, conniving Zuckerberg. You know Elon Musk. You're very very intelligently genius. However, the way you go about things completely incorrect in society. The way that you goat people, it's it's not right. And don't do that. Don't do that. That's not that's not human. Like you, that's not that's not okay. It's bullying and and in a weird way. So don't do that. None of these behaviors should be emulate, emulated by anyone. And like, you have a whole world of people watching they will you. Be. Like set <laughs> they a fucking will be. example. Set an example. You were two we'll of nice. the most powerful, richest people in the world. Set a fucking example. And stop leading the world with your tiny eye penises. Thank you and good night. And overall, like Sabrina said, stop billionaire. Stop billionaire bullying. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help the climate of the world we live in. Which is what it is. Can I just do a light, a light thing? Because Chris put in the comments like 12 times. Um, Britney Spears and her husband have split. This breaking, breaking news! Breaking news! <laughs> Britney Spears and her husband have split after uh, less than one, no, uh, yeah, less than, they married June of last year, what year? Just over one year That's of marriage. So just like, one, over one year. One. No, no, Kevin Federline. Puffles been, out, baby. Split. Kevin Sorbo. Split Kevin Sorbo. Oh, Sorbo. Yeah. No, also they, okay. a no. They had a religious show that came out. It didn't work out too well. Also a hard no. Um, GR wants to know how I know they have tiny eye penises. It's it's a hunch, and it's probably correct. Just FYI. It's a hunch. It's called. Um. So Britney Spears and her husband of, uh, I just want just, I have one thing to say about it. That poor woman has gone through a fucking life and she had a fucking fight for her own independence and her own freedom for her fucking family. And this guy was like all on her side. They've been dating since 2017. All of a sudden they get married as soon as the conservatorship was dissolved. And now he's leaving her. I really hope it's not a money grab. And if it is, you should go to hell with your tiny eye penis, sir. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Thank you. That's it. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control tonight. Sorry it's been a little bit longer. We usually, you know, try and stick to an hour. A little bit, a little bit over. Uh, but it's been a big it's been a big hump day. Brian, it's been a big hump Brian, day. This has been one of our best hump days ever. I will go ahead and say that and I'll put money on it. Yes. Yes, yes. I think we're going to be breaking some numbers. Breaking some numbers with this hump <laughs> Let's day. Let's do it. Break those saying. numbers. Break those numbers. Let's break those fucking numbers. And we can only do it if you tell your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your cousins, your nephews, your groundhogs, okay. your squirrels, your skunks, your mooses, your fucking deer, your antelope, your fucking chinchillas, because those fucking chinchillas and the fucking raccoons who fucking have fleas that fuck your life up and everybody else with the mailman, the babies, the kids, the little kids that crawl to your doorstep and your fucking ring camera. Tell them to watch cruise control. Tell everybody that fucking throw your neighbor that you fucking hate is rocking your lawn. Tell them to watch cruise control. If they're yelling them, say watch cruise control because the alien sucks and then saying watch cruise control helps everybody else because that's fucking awesome. Tell everybody you know, watch cruise control. Anyways, everybody, as always, appreciate you being here. Have a great night. It's been a great show. We've had a fun time. Hopefully you've heard, you've seen, and you've smelled us all and we'll come back with some taste next time because the taste camera's coming but that's hey, not hey all, that's all, real. I, all eye penises are beautiful okay no body shaming <laughs> oh all God, eye penises. So i'm serious I, but we gotta be serious though i'm serious yes. about one second that. one second for the eye penises out there thank you solidarity we love you we love you
You can have a small eye penis, just don't broadcast it by being a fucking douchebag on social media or driving a truck that's way too big for your eye penis. Right, broadcast it in other, broadcast it in socially positive ways. Anyway, just fuck normally and stop being weird about it. But to that eye penis, see ya.